श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव Today's session is holistic life. Fanta, fantastic, whole holistic. These days, this word holistic has become very popular. You go to the doctors; they talk about holistic approach. so naturally it is a buzzword so we have to also talk on holistic life normally we talk about only a part of our total life one fourth like when we talk about ourselves if we observe we talk only about our waking experiences and on the basis of that we start writing our autobiography the first bluff i was born on 31st april nobody had the experience of birth and yet we start from there and then all the experiences pertaining only to the waking are taken into consideration and all other experiences of the uh, dream deep sleep and samadhi they are just meaningless and this is how on the basis of this we imagine we have lived our life fully so let us try to understand it properly we are not living only during the waking but also the dream and also the deep sleep and when we start analyzing our life we will come to know that there are many people where their waking life appears to be very good but they are unable to get sleep then they had to take the uh, pills or the pillow if that also doesn't help pillow the idea is this part of their life the deep sleep is not taken into account therefore first principle we have to understand whether we know our life is lived properly or not how do we know one person asked me this question i said there are two symptoms only if you have lived your life good healthy life what are the two symptoms number 1 you will have good hunger and number 2 you will have good sleep oh sovereignty that means i have lived my life perfectly well i can eat the whole day and i can sleep even in satsang <laughs> therefore let us understand the complete mechanics of the whole life we have got different components in our life first is the body secondly the prana the third is the mind the fourth is the intellect 
and fifth is the origin of this four. Now where are we living? Are we living only at the body level? Or are we living only at the prana level? Or we are living only at the mind level? Or intellectual level? Where are we? This we have to remember. Suppose we are living, why suppose? We are living at the body level. So what is our total life? Only living as the body for the body on everybody. The whole life is spent only for this. And for that only everything is done. The first thing that is done is yoga. Now yoga is done for what? Healthy body and long life. Both are curses. These healthy people are problem to the whole world. Unhealthy people are busy with themselves. You can see anywhere, take some of our terrorist friends. Can you imagine a terrorist coming with a gun in the hand and tell the other person, Yaar, pakad No. He is healthy. Therefore, Health cannot be the goal of life. When we talk about holistic approach, holistic approach must have a destination, the goal to be reached. Like healthy life cannot be the goal of life. To have a beautiful car cannot be the goal of life. See, one person bought a car and uh, he used to take care of the car very well every day, get up in the morning, clean it and wipe everything, again put it back in the garage and lock the garage and go to work in public bus, bus transport and come in the evening and after he comes back again open the garage, again clean the car, Om Jai Jagadish Hare. Car is meant for some purpose. Similarly, when we are living at the as the body, now we have to discover what is the purpose of this, what for the body is. See? And when some purpose, higher purpose is discovered, then slowly we will rise above the limitations of the body. See friends. So what are the limitations of the body? Three limitations. One is laziness. Who is the lazy person? Aja kare so kalkar. कल करे सो परसो परसो भी क्यों करना जीना है परसो this laziness begins from the body so if we are doing yoga or exercise so that we get out of the laziness then we are working on the body properly the moment the laziness goes away the dormant potentiality start coming up first now the second thing is um, nidra, the sleep. Sleep is of two types. One is healthy sleep, second is unhealthy sleep. Healthy sleep is that when you are out of the sleep, you jump out of the bed. That is the healthy sleep. Unhealthy sleep is you are out of the sleep, but you keep on hanging on the bed. First on the back, then the back starts spinning come on the left side, that starts spinning, come on the right side, that starts spinning, come on the stomach 
and then the pressure develops. And then we naturally get up because of the nature's call. Now this part, be very attentive. Getting out of the sleep and getting out of the bed. Wider the time, more detrimental to our spiritual life. Because what happens after you are out of the sleep, the mind is active now and whole night the mind has been plugged with the total mind, so it is fully charged, but you are not getting out of the bed. During that time, so many thoughts keep on going, going, going and ultimately all the charge that we had is discharged and then we get up. Oh God, out how you begin your day determines how you live your day. If we begin our day in an inspired mode, the life is totally different. So this is the second, excessive sleep or the unhealthy sleep. And the third, pramad. Pramad is our ability to repeat our mistakes more efficiently day by day. Same thing we do again and again. Now what is that we are repeating again and again? Only one thing and that is body identification. Friends, these two things we have been emphasizing endlessly, shamelessly. Because these are the only two things, that, that's all. Rest of the things will take care. See, you go to the Bhagavad Katha, Ramayana Katha, you go to the yoga, you go to the religious functions, Puja, Poti, go everywhere. They will never talk these two topics. They threaten you. Last life, this life, next life. And we get entangled in that. That is not the holistic life. We have to live through the body and no more live as the body. We are all living as the body. So when we start living as the body, we are identified with the body and thereafter whole life is spent only for that purpose. See, morning class I told, if I am given a authority to make one law for the nation, what law I will make will be this. Let there be uh, no uh, inheritance of property, movable or immovable allowed. So whatever you have, enjoy. After you die, it goes to government. See? But we keep on accumulating, accumulating. I'll tell you one story of a great master in Vrindavan. He was a Sindhi. And before partition, his parents were very rich, very, very rich and a lot of religious activities. So, toward the old age, those days old age means uh, 55, 60 was the old age. Now people don't die. Problem is this one. So, they got this son. And yet, their charity continued. So, the people said, now you have got a child, leave something for him. You are spending and distributing everything to everybody. Why? That those people said, look here. 
if any has come in this world, the Lord has made the provisions. I don't have to worry. And he didn't stop. Then out of that child, a great master was born. See friends, we doubt the abilities of our children that they will survive properly or not because we know genetic material is ours. See friends, therefore, Nidra Alasya Pramad, continuously living only as the body and therefore never living in the present. So this is the first thing in the holistic approach. We have to learn to live through the body and no more live as the body. Then start working on it. Then how do we work? If I am talking through the mic and if the mic starts making its own noise, Sometimes it happens, isn't it? The mic makes its own uh, electronic omkar. Um. Sometimes the mic uh, cleans its own throat. Kar, 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 kar. So what we do? Throw this away. It's not useful. Exactly the same way. We have to keep our body fit for serving the world and not taking service from somebody. Start working on this. For us, prosperity is, we sit uh, lazy and the servants work. That is not prosperity, that is laziness. We have to work hard, get up, physically work. And the same Indians, when they go to USA, they say, it is a dignity of labor. It is not dignity, it is necessity. When the same people come over here, then right from the airport onwards, they want special treatment. See friends, therefore, this body is meant for us for some purpose. Now what is the purpose? Be attentive. Nothing in this world is meant to be without any purpose. Everything has a purpose. So what is the purpose of the body? Now let us go to our scriptural foundation. <coughs> We initially were inert, stones and bricks. Then, by God's grace, we evolved. Then we became plants and flora. Then again we evolved. We became animals. Then again we evolved. We became human beings. Have we come to a condesac? Have we come to a blind end? What next? So we have already crossed so much of barriers, such a huge journey we have undertaken. Now come to this human form. Now after having come over here, there is only one possibility and that is the spiritual evolution. See friends. Now keeping this in mind, now start looking at the same body. See friends. Then the body will not be a burden for us. Then we'll keep the body fit, but not for ourselves. Many years before, when there was no electricity, etc., some Mahatmas were sitting in the room, and there at that time there used to be those 
uh, fans, big uh, like a cloth hanging, and outside man will pull. So the hawa will be moving like this. So one uh, devotee of uh, some Mahatma, he said, "No, no, you are all sitting. I will pull it, and that will be my punya. I am serving you." So he was doing, and in that he became so emotional. That instead of continuing his work, he fainted and fell down. So all the people have to come and serve him. And then his guru told him, "From now onwards, keep away from me. Don't come near." So what? What I have done? Look here. If you want to serve somebody, you should be healthy. So keep yourself healthy to serve. See, the whole attitude will change in life. Thus, when we are taking care of the body, the purpose is we remain healthy and do not take service from anybody. Number one. Then the second thing: this body, if it is a burden, we will be only carrying this burden. But if the body is taken as a stepping stone for something higher, then what will happen? We will start working through the body. For getting out of the control of the body over us, and for that we were given so many strict disciplines. Start your day early in the morning. Do little bit of exercise. Do your work by yourself, and slowly the body is no more a burden for us. Now such a person is now is given further initiation. The initiation is the prana shakti. In what form we are using this prana shakti? Prana shakti has got two aspects. One is hunger and thirst. So let our hunger and thirst be not a big burden for us. So how do we do that? Give minimum choice as regard food is concerned. The maximum money, time, energy. Spent only on this, taking uh, morning tea. That time discussion. A breakfast के लिए क्या बनेगा? And then you are eating breakfast. Lunch के लिए क्या बनेगा? Eating lunch. Evening tea के लिए क्या बनेगा? Evening tea. Dinner क्या? खाते ही हो गया. There's something more in life. Think minimum about food. Many people have got this funny thing about food. Chatwi karade si tamasi. Bhagavad Gita also tells there are three types of foods, and we get lost in that. I am not a tamasic food eating person, non-vegetarian, and all that thing. I am a satvik. I am vegetarian. Compete with the cows. Or there is another person, superior. I am vegan, not even vegetarian. Don't waste your time in that. Simplest way. Before eating, don't think about food. While eating, enjoy whatever you are eating. After eating, forget about it. Life becomes very easy. Otherwise, all the time, many houses I visit, and this is one of the biggest question which I can answer about Brahman, but this question I can't answer. Samiji, kya khaoge? Mera sir. There is no other theme in life. Eat, 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 eat. 
So we eat so that we remain healthy and we are able to serve. Then third comes the mind. The from here, the holistic approach becomes more mindful. See, body is not a problem. Hunger and thirst is not a problem. The problem is the mind. And how the mind is the problem? Because mind is carrying the burden of two things. One is likes, second is dislikes. There is no third impression on the mind, only two impressions, like, dislike. And if we look in ourselves, our whole life is guided by these two principles. I like something, I dislike something. And this liking and disliking has no logic, no reason, no nothing. Whole life is lived only on the basis of this. See, friends, therefore, the practice holistic will be for the mind. Number one, do not give choice to yourself. Life becomes easy. Like today when I came here, we came five, ten minutes before that. So my boss told me, Swamiji, you have come earlier, take a cup of tea. Okay, take a cup of tea. It was not necessary, but I was told, Swamiji, take a cup of tea. Easy. Otherwise, keep on arguing. No, 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 I don't want to take it. I just forget about it. Read it off. Give zero choice, you will be 100% happy. See, like when I go to various countries where vegetarian food is not possible, like Japan, China, Brazil, uh, Argentina. All these places, you don't get uh, our Indians, so I stay with the local people and there they are only eating non-vegetarian. So what do you do? I eat only fruits. You have to adjust, adapt, that's it. But Mamaji, uh, why don't you carry food from India? I am not going there to eat. Whole life I have been eating only. I like this, don't give that importance. Whatever is there, adjust yourself. When you start adjusting yourself, one day you will discover a very uh, subtle secret of your life, that the mind is no more a burden for you. Because what for we are here, that should be remembered. Like when I am going to various places, I am not going there to eat but to have satsang and then come back. Similarly, we have come over here. What for we have come here? See? So we have come here for satsang. And in this satsang there are two of us. I am the speaker and you are the... I don't know. See? In our Bengal, there is no uh, vakta, so they introduced me. Amare beach me vakta agay. So vak vak karte ro. So I am a vakta and you are a shrota or a sota or a sarota. Decide. Now from here onward, 
we go still deeper in our system wherever we are whenever we are whatever we are try to be 100% then you are conquering the limitation of the mind now see your body is, has become still your breathing has become slow and steady your mind is focused only by this one simple mantra wherever whenever whatever we are we have to be 100% this is the holistic approach to life then you will live 24/7 in meditation because what is meditation meditation is not an action to be performed meditation is an experience to be lived like the word love whether love is an action or it is an experience and when we take love as an action what happens and when we take love as an experience what happens just see a boy and a girl they love each other and therefore they fall in love they get hurt then hurting is called as marriage because they are fallen that's why the hindi word is shaadi shaadi is that accident in life after which the disha of the life changes there is called a shaadi so we are uh, loving somebody it is an action and in that we fall and therefore uh, we begin love and the love ends in divorce now the second option love as an experience young mothers they are told so many things when they are carrying by their mother by their mother in law don't do this don't do that eat this eat that so many things but never any mother is told by the elders love your child never told what is the reason because the love between the mother and the child is not an action it is an experience and therefore the mother grows she rises she doesn't fall in love recently there was one couple married for 6 7 years or so and they have to meet me i said hey yaar how long will you continue have babies at least 3 4 you must have oh sami ji but i said they don't talk to me if you want to talk to me i want a baby and by god's grace they were blessed after that both of them sami ji we have never understood this we should have listened to you many years before because the moment parentage is born in you the whole orientation of life changes see friends and therefore 
when we thus start leading our life with this understanding if you are married you must have children don't go for family planning you are all intelligent people the intelligent genetic material is very rare if you don't produce children who will produce then all like the mosquitoes and rats and cats huge like the what do you call the weeds are many the trees are very few good quality trees when we have this complete holistic understanding of life then we will not have only me my wife hey, come on break that barrier and then slowly you will come to realize really life is fulfilled when it expands we have to expand our whole life and this can happen only through understanding so from the mind we graduate and come in the intellect after we come in the intellect thereafter now we have responsibilities in our life friends those who are living their life with this responsibility they cannot go the wrong way because they are busy see and by the time they complete their uh, parentage etc up to the age of maybe 45 50 thereafter they are free all the kids everything they are married gone now from here onward now start your real spiritual life but when the children are born mummy and daddy are very young daddy is 55 and mummy is 50 now old couple going with a small baby looks so ugly young parents with a young child looks beautiful see friends and thereafter when the children are going their way now here another important step comes in our life holistic life don't get involved in your children's life you have destroyed your life they are your children they will destroy their life you don't have to help them in majority of the uh, cases we came across is this is the problem the parents unnecessarily get involved beyond limits for example i'll tell you there was a, a family a gujarati family outside india and the son was running a business inherited from the father and he was having a lot of problems the fingers were having some these joint problems he was always depressed and all that so his father is to all the time scold him and all that one day he asked me i mean you are saying my son is so useless ekdam nalayak i don't know what to do so i was listening listening then i told him as a look here first of all he is married he is 50 years he has got two beautiful children they are going in the school and ready to go in the college his wife is wonderful and you still treat him like a baby 
The cause of his depression, etc., is you. Get out of his life. I said, you ask me, I didn't tell you. You ask me. So this is the diagnosis. Then why should I do? I say, let him leave alone. Under a huge banyan tree, no other plant can grow. And then, again by God's grace, he said, okay, okay, let him do whatever you like. So, we found out in another town, maybe about 50 miles or so, nice house and he shifted with his wife and children. Within a period of six months, as if a beautiful garden has happened in their life. Cheer, happiness, everything was there. But now another problem came. Father went in depression. <laughs> because there was nobody to bother him. He was so much involved, constantly meddling in somebody's life. Now when the son has gone with his wife and children, he was totally empty. See friends, then after some time, he also shifted to the same town. <laughs> but then I told, I said, don't go to his house. Have a house somewhere else, not nearby. And the whole family is so well settled now. The reason was unwanted involvement of the elders in the lives of their children. Up to a particular limit, okay. The day you want to go somewhere and you will search for your shoe and your shoe is not seen, so you ask your wife, hey, where are my shoes? Your son must have put on and gone. The day your shoe number and your son's shoe number is one, he is no more your son, he is your friend. One more example, this happened in US. I was staying in some family and both of them doctors. They had two daughters. They were, um, there was some this long weekend, three, four days. So both the daughters came. Very nice, sweet girls. So I just wanted to play food with them. I said, hey, you are so young. Why did you come here with the old parents here and another old Babaji? Why didn't you go and enjoy your weekend nicely with your friends? Swamiji, do you know, our best friends are our parents. Why our children run here and there? Because they are in search of friends. But parents, they never become friends. When a child is born, along with that, many others are born. When the child is born, parents are born. When the child is born, grandparents are born. When the child is born, mama, banyana, they are born. Out of so many births, only the child grows. Parents never grow. Beta, khana khaya, beta is 75. <laughs> See, friends. And then we say, Swamiji, what we should do? You should get out, that's it. See? 
Don't make the children a bonsai. Let them fight out. Let them lead their life dynamically, face the challenges of life. Otherwise, they are so much protected, so much protected. So, if a mosquito flies next to them, they fall down. Why? Because of the wind. So, holistic life is, we have come to this intellect. Now, we have lived our life completely. Whatever is to be done, enough is enough. Now, start focusing on yourself. And then, we first step on the spiritual path is, we start going to satsang. The highest holistic approach to life is take to satsang as a daily practice. Like for the food, for the body, food is necessary. For life, breathing is necessary. For the mind, entertainment is necessary. For the intellect, goal is necessary. If you don't have a goal, then uh, what to do, what to do, what to do? Here only I told last time, uh, in Maninagar, Ram Krishna Paramahansa Ashram, Harke Mission. When my talk was over, one young Gujarati boy came and he asked me this question. Swamiji, what is wrong if I run after girls? Nothing wrong, run. If you want a company, I am free. No, 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 you are not understanding. I said, you are not understanding. That is not your problem. Your problem is not that. Your problem is my mind doesn't cooperate with me when I want to study, the mind runs here and there. I am unable to focus. Then I told him, look here, you have to have some higher goal in life. Then the lower things automatically drop. More the security, less is dedication and devotion to God. We trust in that useless LIC, Yoga Kshemam Bahamya. We don't trust in Lord. These are the words borrowed from Bhagavad Gita. And therefore, when we are walking the spiritual path, we have to be very clear that we have some higher goal. So when the higher goal is set, then all other things become secondary. So, when you are a child, lead a beautiful life of a child. Enjoy, learn. When you are uh, studying, study well and enjoy. When you are middle-aged, lead your married life and enjoy. Enjoy is underlined. After that is done, stop that. Now start your personal spiritual life. And in a spiritual life, we have to now focus on something higher. So how do we begin our spiritual life? Once there was one uh, international yoga conference and they have given me a topic to speak. The topic was um, about um, life. What they call it? Like, simply, huh? Simplify life. Simplify living. Huh? To simplify living. I said, look here. 
we are not simplifying our life we are simplifying living from your remote you can change the channel of the tv from the remote you can open your door from the remote you can call somebody that is simplifying living simplifying life is we have minimum dependence on things and beings around us minimum otherwise we make our life more dependent and complicated therefore what should be the goal with which we should start our spiritual life first step do not compromise with your peace of mind our mind must be at peace under all conditions when the mind is at peace you learn so many things for example i'll tell you there was one carpenter who was working for me in delhi i asked him hey how much time it will take he said it will take 5 6 days but it became more than one week so i asked him so when he'll come and first of all spend about an hour half only for sharpening the things so i asked him how much you will wasting time he dropped that he said you are in baba ji what do you understand i said nothing now you teach me he said i am using these instruments unless i take care of them unless i maintain their quality will i be able to use them properly i said no fir kya aapko samajhta hai i said guru maharaj you are great with what we are functioning in this world with our mind have we ever taken care of our mind see friends a disturbed mind is a problem generator a peaceful mind is solution for all the problems so when you have come to this stage of your life so you are lived through come up to the age of 55 or so now from here till you leave this body you totally dedicate 100% for the spiritual evolution that doesn't mean you retire please don't retire work hard but now orientation is different all those ladies in those unfortunate houses where the gents are retired and stay 24 at home chill the ladies get frustrated bahar ja ke aao na somebody is all the time on your head it is so torturous therefore don't retire work hard and keep yourself busy produce wealth till the last moment of your life but by doing that but now your attention is on your spiritual path so the first step is mind your mind properly whenever we are living in this world see that the mind is not disturbed under any condition this we have to practice and to practice this this principle i am telling you these two principles again and again mind expresses as words 
without the words mind cannot function mind is subtle gross mind is the words and this mind expresses externally and internally externally about the world we have got something or other to say whether other want to listen or don't want to listen we have to say and then internally we keep on talking to ourselves non stop this is nothing but a function of the mind so if we can control these two aspects prior and friends this is the highest spiritual practice i am not giving any mantra to you any mala in your head it's very simple thing before we talk to anybody on any topic ask a question to yourself is it necessary to talk particularly elderly people can't keep their mouth shut no need friends this technique this uh, quality of the elderly people i in cash because what the old people will talk the same thing pehle aisa tha aaj aisa hai how does it matter yaar live in the present so what to do then then i ask them about their past if you want to make any old man happy ask them about their past and don't listen <laughs> they keep on talking talking hum wahan the ye kiya are who cares yaar they just can't stop it and see what is the damage that is happening to them the damage is their body identification is intact i as a baby i as a teenager i as a middle aged now i as a old man so you are continuously unbroken identification with the body observe this and when we are working on this that before, uh, before we talk comment on anything or anybody ask a question to yourself is it necessary to talk give it a chance my dear friends you see a tremendous change will come in your life tremendous change many times we say the things afterwards we regret i should not have said that but then why can't you stop because like a vomition when a vomition comes you can't stop nikalaya that's a ulti not cd exactly the same way when we want to talk talk we can't stop we say i should not say uh, but our neighbor's daughter in law is better than our daughter in law are maharani when you know i should not say why don't you keep your mouth shut observe this not in others in yourself slowly without any efforts your energy will be conserved and tell you some calculations about energy 8 hours of physical work energy consumption is equal to 1 hour of speech 
एट आवर्स ऑफ टॉकिंग एनर्जी कंजम्पन इज इक्वल टू फिफ्टीन मिनिट्स ऑफ अनवॉन्टेड थिंकिंग हाउ मच एनर्जी वी आर वेस्टिंग ऑन द कॉन्ट्ररी इफ दिस टू चैनल्स आर अरेस्टेड बिफोर टॉकिंग टू समबडी आस्क ए क्वेश्चन इज इट नेसेसरी टू टॉक and if you have to be social and talk about talk on such topics where sin and merit is not created what are the topics government i was in china and a girl was contacting me i asked her one day sir if i ask you something about government will you mean no no so you know i know you very well be secure don't worry i'm not I said, you know, in India we can talk about government anything, but here you are not allowed to talk anything about the government things. How do you feel? He said, it is so simple. You talk about government and suffer. We don't talk about government and suffer. Suffering is common for both of us. See, friends. Therefore, such topics which are of no consequences. आज का क्लाइमेट बहुत अच्छा है आई थिंक दिस टाइप ऑफ वेदर वॉज नॉट देयर इन लास्ट सिक्स हंड्रेड ईयर्स टू चेक इट से समथिंग टाइम पास हो गया एंड दस डोंट गेट इन्वॉल्व इन एनी बडीज लाइफ और इन एनीथिंग इन दिस वर्ल्ड देन एज अ रिजल्ट योर एनर्जी विल बी कंजर्व then second channel where from we lose our energy is talking to oneself non stop but swamiji uh, don't you talk to yourself yes i do talk then what do you do be attentive first the moment i feel that i am talking unnecessarily with me then i start humming something Anything. I am not telling you Ram Ram. Cinema song. Keep on humming. When you are humming, your mind is occupied. Or you can start chanting something, whatever you know, Gita, Upanishad, or Anuman Chalisa, whatever. Start chanting. And when this is done again and again, you develop. a kind of knack the moment that mind is starting is chatting immediately start sri guru charana sarojana nijamana mukura sudare with this only we can stop our mind chattering now second technique which i use you are sitting quiet start telling yourself discarded the objects so where i am now i am in the sense organs discard the sense organs where i am now in the mind discard the mind now here i am in the intellect discard the intellect where i am now in the life principle discard the life principle where i am now 
in the Ichcha Shakti, the will power. And this will power has to be dedicated with the will of the God. Try this. Again and again. It's quite discard the worldly objects, come to the sense organs. Means what will happen? Presence and absence of the objects will not be of any consequence to you. So when you are sitting quiet, what is the object which is of consequence? Sounds. Because when we sit quiet, everything is closed. Like the hippo, we can't close our ears. Ears are open. So the sounds will keep on coming. So we straight away say, now sounds are dropped, objects are dropped, now you are in your ears. What does it mean? It means presence or absence of sounds will not be a consequence. So you are slowly coming back to the center of your being. Then from the sense organs come to the mind. When you come to the mind, sense organs are dropped, therefore objects are dropped, therefore there will be no thought eruptions about the worldly things with reference to I like or I dislike. Now from there we enter the intellect. What is intellect? We give zero value to likes and dislikes. After we come to intellect, intellect is the place where I is there, the doer is there. Now that doer I is dropped and we come to the life. Life is expression of divine through us. We come to life. Now see, watch this. as you start doing it again and again. In no time you get the knack of it. Doesn't matter where you are sitting, whether it is a chair or an asana or a bed, anywhere. Now what is happening? Our faculties are engaged subjectively and objectivity is reduced to the minimum. And when this becomes more and more intense, it becomes easier for us to withdraw from the world in no time. And whenever you feel that all around us unwanted gossips and useless things are going on, Always invoke God's grace. How to invoke that? Excuse me, I have to go to toilet. Nobody can challenge. And that is the only place where you are all alone. Get up. Excuse me. And yad gatva nanivartante tad dhama paravamama. See, friends. In this manner, 
this process we start from the world and slowly start coming back to ourselves then one day you will discover this is exactly what we do every day when we go to sleep what do we do same thing but we don't know this is what we are doing it and therefore we end up in sleep but when the same thing is followed properly without going to sleep you are entering your divine nature or else you enter prakriti therefore many people who sit for meditation they go to sleep therefore this is you must have seen many people when they sit for meditation they have got this funny kind of mudra what is that jatka meditation <laughs> because they are entering sleep friends in this manner we have started from our surrounding then came to the body the prana the mind the intellect and ultimately the last step is we surrender ourselves to the infinite wherein i disappears when this i disappears how do we know i disappeared symptoms dukkheshu anudvigna manah miseries will come in life but we will not become miserable sukheshu vigadaspraha comforts may be there may not be there but we will not be addicted to the comforts when amma was supposed to come with me to kailash manas she only organized everything from nepal many years before maybe 96 or 97 so last moment she said i am not coming then excuse me she is okay everything is okay no problem no everything is fine i said okay what is the you are will no problem do you know why i am not coming i said i don't know i did not justify you don't know to come you don't know to come over no i'll tell you why i am not coming why there are no commodes that they had discovered the meaning attached whether the bathroom is attached to the room or the man is attached to the commode <laughs> therefore sukheshu vigadaspraha live in comforts but let us not be enslaved by them then only we are really really walking the spiritual path then we are living in meditation and this must happen naturally and it can happen naturally only if we are working slowly slowly steadily we come to this it is only by abhyas practice we are what we are do the contrary abhyas it will be negated like a person who is smoking so nobody is born with the cigarette in the mouth and lighter in the hand then we develop the practice so if this is developed by practice we do the contrary practice it will go away try it give it a try the real spiritual practice is 
changing our nature which we have acquired. There are two types of natures. One is our essential nature, second is acquired nature. Like sweetness is the essential nature of sugar. Acquired nature is, it is powdered, it is grains, it is crystals, it is cubes and it is syrup. This is acquired nature. It can be changed. But if the sweetness disappears from the sugar, then it is the urea. In the same manner, our essential nature is divine. This divine essential nature is covered by the acquired nature. This acquired nature we have created. Nobody did it for us. See, friends. And once we become aware of this, that real holistic life is lived, if we are working on giving up our acquired nature so that our essential nature starts manifesting. Essentially, all of us are divine. We don't have to become divine. We are divine. But our divinity is covered by this acquired nature. See friends, so, what is the complete picture of our life? Picture is only this much. First, let us recognize our acquired qualities. Kama, Krodha, Loha, Moha, Madha, Matsarya. Desire, anger, greed, envy, jealousy. Acquired nature. But instead of getting out of it, we justify. I am not the only one. Everybody becomes angry. Because everybody becomes angry. Are you justifying your anger? No. And this can happen only if you start analyzing your own experiences. See? In a classroom, school, I was trying to tell the children about this point. A well-known girls' school in Dehradun. So, we made a nice presentation. I created a story. There was a man, he was such a heavy smoker, like you know, one after another, he would keep on smoking, smoking, and such a useless fellow. Anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you this story. Acha, I want to tell you something different. So, first of all, I conditioned the children's mind by the smoker's character. Then I said, okay, on the table, there are three things kept one is a matchbox. Second is a candle and third is a cigarette. When you ask the cigarette fellow, come and lit, what he will light first? So because the children were conditioned by the cigarette story, he will first of all take cigarette and light. He said, no. First of all, he has to lit the matchstick. And then anything else. Exactly the same way. When we become angry, First of all, we are destroyed by that fire of anger, not others. See? This I learned from a child. I was in their house, South Indian. So the girl came and um, said, Swamiji, I want to eat with you. I said, come, I'll feed you also, I'll also eat. 
poor girl came hardly baby about 10 years also the father was a rakshas so he came you are disturbing somebody and gave her one banana poor girl went away i kept quiet next will come to me <laughs> angry people can do anything <laughs> so after um then then the father has to go somewhere for urgent phone came then i got up and went to her room i said hey come now papa is gone let us eat and all that then just to pacify her started telling us stories you know the other day when i was going your dad was talking about you you are so intelligent and samini don't try to pacify me <laughs> i know why you are telling me i tell you in clear terms i have given 100% discount to my father i am just waiting to become grown up and get out of this house never to come again now that girl is married the father and mother they are old she stays in a hotel and if they want to come come and meet me in that hotel she refuses to go to their house during the childhood her childhood was totally destroyed and this is what she says he has destroyed my childhood few friends and the reason is only one anger if we cannot learn from all that is happening around us who can teach us few friends this is our acquired nature and then we justify therefore real holistic life begins when we are aware of our wrong ways and ready to correct them then see what a difference it makes therefore holistic life is not that that we have got lot of money and success in the world that is okay management point of view but that is for living we are talking about life here the topic is holistic life not holistic living late our life discover fulfillment see friends and it cannot happen overnight we have to have it taken care of right from the beginning but now somebody uh, we have already reached what the very late in our life now what should we do now from now onwards don't get involved with your children's life unless they ask you keep away keep staying away don't stay about this i'll tell you one small example there was one girl uh, agrawal and uh, very close to me she got married this happened in calcutta and when her marriage was there evening time that time was my satsang so i can't leave and go so i didn't go for the marriage then the dinner time came and she said unless swami ji comes i will not take food so her father came fetch me swami please come she is on strike i went then they arranged everything on a table nicely and i started behaving erratically i said okay i have come 
But now, my conditions, I will take food separately in a room. Only gents will give me food. Today is my brother. I don't take anything touched by the ladies. Only gents will give in that room. Nobody should come over there. They were surprised why Swamiji behaving like this. And then all of them said, and I went to that room, I said, Father, you also come there. He said, Swamiji, why are you doing like this? I said, you are dumb. This is the time the young boys and girls, they want to have fun. They will be adding more salt in somebody's thing, they will pull somebody's thing. This is the time for them to enjoy. And when you, Buddha is there, they cannot enjoy. We must know which is our place. See, where the youngsters are enjoying their life, Buddha should find out. See, friends, then you have got a complete picture. And then you will see you are always required everywhere. But otherwise, <laughs> In this manner, we start looking at the life from the total perspective. We have destroyed our life. Let them destroy their life. Don't get involved beyond limits. In this manner, the holistic life will ultimately lead us to our divine nature. But now the world is not disturbing us. Now who is disturbing us? Ourselves. World is not disturbing. So start working on yourself. Working on ourselves is these two principles. Stop talking to others and stop talking to yourself. Then the two technique can launch them humming and then this technique which I told you. Drop the objects, come to the center. Do it right now. Drop the objects, meaning the sounds. Come to the sense organs, the ears. But if we drop the ears, come to the mind, means presence or absence of sound has no consequence to us. We drop the mind, come to the intellect. Meaning, any thought is having zero value for us. Now this I, intellect, we drop it. If we really drop, efforts will come to an end. We reach Prayatna Shaitilya Ananta Samapatti Efforts will be zero.
Now only the life is throbbing without anybody being born. Because nobody is born, there is neither a success nor a failure. So we have reached the life. No, again, undoing. Life expresses as intellect, I. So we become aware that I am. So this I expresses as mind. Immediate evaluation, peace, joy. The mind expresses as sense organs. Oh, there is peace, no sounds, no disturbance. The mind expresses as sense organs. Many objects are experienced through the five sense organs, but they do not disturb me. And then we come to the periphery of our personality, the sense organs. And we are lost in this objective world. This is what Bhagavan Sri Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Avyaktadini bhutani vyakta madhyani bharata avyakta nidanani meva tatraka parivivana. In the process of manifestation and manifestation. Manifestation and manifestation goes on. Then we are taken into account all aspects of our total life. Om Purnavadaha Purnavidam Purnaha Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavahishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Yodamaham